Welcome to Brazen. I am your host, Heather Powell, and I am your go-to self-worth coach, activator, and overall empowered ass woman who is here to help others rise, leaving behind the bullshit so we can start stepping in to who we truly are and who we want to be. I am here to guide you on your journey, to introduce you to expansion in all ways, through deep conversations with healers, thought leaders, and change makers. But most importantly, by being transparent, authentic, and vulnerable, because that is the recipe for real fucking connection. My intention with this podcast is that you feel inspired, safe, and activated with each episode to step into your fucking power, to fall deeply in love with your life and yourself, and most importantly, to start creating and being the changes that you wanna see. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Brazen. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad that you showed up today. I'm glad that you are making the decision to maybe dive a little deeper into yourself. And obviously you're here, so you want to do it with laughter and you want to do it with holy shit light bulb moments. So that's what we're all about here. So let's dive into probably one of the, excuse me, I'm going to cough on the podcast. (laughs) Excuse me. Probably one of the most important topics that we've really discussed when it comes to inner work and shadow work, the self-realization, self-expansion, self-healing journey, whatever words you want to use. This is one of the biggest steps. Um, This is honestly where I would tell most people to start if they wanted that journey to be a little easier. You don't have to start here. This is not um, the starting point for everybody, but it is a really big piece to the puzzle. So what we're talking about today is rewire. And I say we because it is Coach Travis and I again today. So the rewire process that we're going to be talking to you guys about and really diving into from every angle so that way maybe we can help you have some light bulbs. We're going to chat about this and we want to give you some actual techniques, actual exercises that you can use in your everyday life to really get you closer to where you want to be, help you really start to take control back of your mind, help you start to dive into perspectives and belief systems and just overall feel fucking better. Absolutely. What do you think, Coach Travis? What's up, guys? I'm back again. It's good to be back on the the Brazen podcast and talking about Rewire. This is such a huge portion of uh, my program, and I know Heather's as well. And it's really is the basis, the foundation of this healing journey that we're all on. So we are taking the time to, like Heather said, give you a couple little nuggets along the way. And hopefully it can make your journey a little easier as you take pieces and parts that work for you. Uh, I would be remiss to talk about rewiring the mind without talking about Dr. Joe Dispenza. Absolutely. That's where my journey really kind of kicked into high gear when it came to rewire. Um, He has so many great videos and techniques on this. We're just giving you our little truths, our things that we've learned along our way. Um, But if you have any other questions, do your research. Go check Dr. Joe Dispenza out because, holy crap, the stuff he says is mind-blowing. I know it's helped me bunch. Has Mm -hmm. it it helped you? It helped me have more moments of clarity than I anticipated because... He was able to give words to experiences and emotions and like moments of meditation that I was 
not at the point where I was able to verbalize how I like what I was having happen and and what I felt afterwards. And when he started to, I shouldn't say when he started to speak, when I started to fucking listen, when <laughs> yeah, he was speaking, um, it just, it hit me. And I was like, damn, those are the words I've been searching for. Those are the like step-by-step uh, easy like processes that I've been trying to figure out while I'm in the mix of what's actually happening. Yeah. And that's why it's always good to have your expanders, guys, have Mm -hmm. somebody there that you like to go and you like to look at and listen to, because it can help you have more of those aha moments. Yes, you can do the work. Yes, you can journal. Yes, you can do the mirror work and shadow work and write everything out. But when you All it takes is one time of hearing something a little differently or seeing something a little differently, and it may make it stick better. So that's what we're here to do, hopefully, for you guys is just maybe tweak the things you've heard or give you different options to uh, find the best things that work for yourself when it comes to doing this work. Because we all know if you are doing this work, we all know that it's not very fun. It's (laughs) not very easy. But we are here to make it just a little bit easier. So I want to start off by t- just talking about uh, the power of choice when it comes to rewiring your mind. Choice is everything because you have the power to choose how you think and feel about any circumstance, any event in your entire life. People say, oh, you know, these events created my reality. Well, Not really, because you get to choose your reality around how you feel about that event. Yeah, Um, You can choose to agree or disagree with situations that come your way. As you are digging in and you're looking at things more on a deeper level and you're figuring out what parts of yourself you like, what parts of yourself you don't like and you want to get rid of and replace with the good stuff. You know, I had an experience where I had to really take a look at my actions causing me to hit the brakes metaphorically in life and say, whoa, 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 you know, where, where, where did that come from? Where did, why did I say those things? What made me make that decision? Because it came from a piece of me that I thought was a piece of me. But when you, when I peeled back the layers and got to the bottom of it, I'm like, oh shit, that was just a shitty learned behavior that I chose to agree to and adopt as, oh, I I like this thing. It'll become part of my personality. It ended up being once you do things and and practice them, it becomes a habit. Once it's a habit, it becomes second nature. And then it's part of your personality. And this shitty thing that I got to the bottom of ended up being a part of my personality that I had to take a big long look at and take the garden shears to and cut out those rotten spots before I could replant that and hopefully grow a healthier process for uh, life further on for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I mean, the peeling back of the layers and what you found, it was such a large piece of, I mean, what you found the difficult pieces wasn't a large piece of your life, but overall it was a whole layer in itself of what made Travis Travis up until that point. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, it's, it's a difficult process. And, you know, again, this is something else that you, there's so many words for it. You can talk about like ego death. You can talk about, um, subconscious conscious mind and it doesn't matter it just like it doesn't matter if it's science or spirituality guys it's it's the same shit it's both words it's It's all of it it, it, yes it's yes it's all of it yes 
And so just know, like, as you're diving into this and, and you are reintegrating different parts of you yourself after you go through a rewire process, and and this is just the very beginning, the rewire process is after you go through that journey, when you, when you start to reintegrate, I just want you to have a lot of grace for yourself and a lot of compassion because it's a really difficult process and it takes a lot of fucking courage to go through this process and to take this journey and to do it intentionally and to say, I'm going to fucking work on myself because I'm going to become the best version of myself. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go by myself. I'm going to take care of myself. And if somebody else doesn't like what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, when I'm doing it, fuck that. Don't care. That's brave. That's brave as shit. Absolutely. one of the first things I talk to my clients about when they literally, when they first sign up to work with me one-on-one, I'm like, you know, you're a brave, brave ass woman, right? Like congratulations on being so fucking courageous because this is not just difficult because you will be again, like you were saying, like peeling back those layers. That's not the only thing. Like it's difficult when you have to choose between, do I want to go enjoy the life I was living before, even in the smallest way? Or do I want to be so dedicated to my growth and my healing that I spend another night journaling? (laughs) I mean, absolutely. That goes back to the power of choice. Yeah. Um, But I just want to say, guys, this is this stuff didn't come to us overnight. Like I said earlier, it's not easy. It's not, you know, super fun all the time. We try to make it as fun as we can. But this stuff takes time it takes practice putting it to work in your life and and doing it every day as often as you can as often as you think about this that's when this stuff will become that second nature Mm -hmm. and for you to want to take a step forward in life it is very brave it's outside the norm It, it can be outside your comfort zone you know you may not have a lot of support i know you know coming from smaller rural towns there's not a lot of people that feel that way the generation of people before us is not the people that talk about this stuff for the most part for the most part yeah i'm generalizing (laughs) i'm generalizing um but when you really do step into this you're you're being you're setting yourself up for success because you are choosing yourself Mm -hmm. like heather said anybody else doesn't believe in you fuck them Cut them out of your life. Like I said, just like that rotten part of my personality that I thought I had, I cut it out. You, And that's why I say another layer to this being tough is it's people, it's places, it's things that you have it's to cut setting out. setting up boundaries. It's attitude. Yeah. When you were talking, that's what I was going to say. Sounds like a boundary to me. Mm-hmm. But um, there's so many different aspects to this healing journey, um, different aspects to rewire. Um, and we are here to just kind of break it down for you a little bit and give you little nuggets and tidbits as we go along. Um, So while I'm thinking about it, speaking of thinking, what you think becomes. So what you think becomes things. So while I'm thinking, you you are a magical being pretty much that you can create this reality from the things that you think about. And what you think expands. So as you are thinking these things, when you're choosing to think positively or take just the positive instead of dwelling and sitting in the negative stuff, when you're taking these positives, that will expand into your life. 
So your whole life is going to become more positive as you learn to integrate these positive things into your life. Um, it's going to be a uh, a fun process to break this down the way I love the way Heather breaks this down. She's she has become a master at teaching this stuff when it comes to acknowledge, question, replace. Uh, I'm going to let her talk about that in just a second, but I do want to say just again, guys, um, your choices as you think on them, they can be great choices or not so great choices. So we always are trying to, you know, create these habits to make the better choices because it will turn out for uh, better for you in the long run. And that's what this work is all about, is this long goal that you have this this goal that you have for it's not just oh you know tomorrow i'm going to be 100% better at all of these things it is the end goal that you're going for so you do have to keep that in mind as you focus on all these little tasks every day like i'm taking one step further towards my goal any step in the right direction is a good step right and just remember easy peasy you have your big goals you have your small goals set set all of them don't just do one or the other. Be very aware that it's every, it's all of it. You got to set the big goals and then you have to have the small goals on the way there so that you're consistently feeling successful and you are consistently wanting to move forward. And like Travis was saying, your thoughts become things. And we're not telling you to only focus on the positive. That's not possible. And that is spiritual bypassing. <laughs> that is avoidance. Don't do that. Don't fucking only look at the positive, but take the positive from every situation. Find it. Okay. That's if good. you have a really shitty situation happening all around you, figure out what the silver lining is. And I get it. Sometimes that's harder than other times, but try. And when I say try, I mean, do it right. Find the silver lining. So moving into the rewire process, I want to let you know that, uh, well, first of all, like Travis said, I'm a fucking master at teaching this now. It's, it's so much yes, a part of, my, it's so much a part of my life. And it's so much a part of my everyday conversations and, and what I teach and the just absolutely fucking I don't even, miraculous is the only word. I have to cough again. This is going to be an episode full of you and I just coughing. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, but it's absolutely miraculous what can happen in such a short amount of time when someone stays dedicated to this. And that's why most people come to work with coaches, right? Is because we help you stay dedicated and we help you stay accountable and we help you find the shortcuts and the easy pass and all this kind of stuff. So when you have someone that's right beside you doing all of that, this rewire process can just really change your life, honestly, in a matter of weeks. It's fucking remarkable. So get your pen and paper ready. <laughs> Get your pen and paper ready. You're gonna want to write this down. So first piece first, or first things first here for um, the beginning pieces of rewiring your mind. I need you to understand a perspective real quick. So if you dive into rewiring your mind every day in the moment, okay, let's just say that tomorrow you wake up and you're like, today's the fucking day. I'm going to rewire in the moment. I know that Heather created three easy steps, acknowledge, question, and replace. And I know how that works. So I can rewire in the moment. Yes, you can. You fucking sure can. But here's the situation. Hear me out. You're going to be looking out for an opportunity for you to acknowledge, question, replace. You're going to be looking for an opportunity for you to rewire, right? What's that opportunity going to look like? 
it's going to look like you being triggered. It's going to look like somebody pissing you off. Something happened. I shouldn't say somebody pissing you off. Somebody doing something and you getting pissed off. It's going to result in frustration, maybe worry or doubt or something else. It's going to result in you feeling out of alignment. It's going to result in that opportunity looks like you not feeling great, my friend. And then in that moment, you're going to reach into your toolbox and you're going to pull out rewire and you're going to do it in the moment. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you probably will because you're a badass, right? Uh, uh, Duh, I know. But let me offer you this. Um, I used this example recently with a client. I want to ask you, if you went to go learn how to surf for the first time and uh, that you had like a trainer, right? And this trainer, this coach, this teacher for surfing was like, "Um, I'm going to throw you right in the biggest waves and good luck, buttercup. I mean, you'd figure it the fuck out, right? (laughs) Or you wouldn't, Um, but you would try really hard to figure it out and you would probably succeed. And I bet you it would feel chaotic and it would really just make you feel out of whack. And you would be like, I don't, I don't want to fucking do that again. Can we try like an easier method? That's the same thing as this, that rewire waiting for someone to trigger you, waiting for you to feel uncomfortable in a situation, waiting for that opportunity of growth to find you, that opportunity of healing to find you. That's like having your coach, your teacher, this trainer, throw you in the biggest waves and be like, have fun, figure it out. Or imagine if you were working with someone and they were teaching you how to surf and they're like, cool, let me take you on a couple small ones, like a handful of times and teach you really cool techniques and easy ways to do this and all the little tips and tricks that it took me years and decades to figure out. Let me give them to you now so you don't have to fucking wipe out. And then you can go out to the big waves and you can rock that shit. That's what this is like, okay? So you are going to need to create your own opportunity for healing. You're going to need to create your own opportunity for growth. You're going to need to start the rewire process with intention. And before I go into all of that, how do you feel about that surf? Is is that hit? That's a great metaphor. Is it? I think so. Even though you have a coach both times, somebody it's like you're getting thrown to the wolves, Mm -hmm. thrown in the big waves. It, but it's you doing it to yourself. You're your own coach in that aspect. Yeah. And then when you do have the coach, it's like, all right, you know, when as soon as you say, it, I think bunny hills and skiing. Do you? Yeah. I wondered. That was easier for me. When yeah. you started talking about surfing, I just thought about Paul Rudd in, um, as a surfing coach and for getting Sarah Marshall. Pop up, pop down, do, oh do more, gosh. do less. You got to do less. <laughs> pop up. No, that's too much. I am. Yeah. Now I just want to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And also Paul Rudd is my favorite. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wondered because, you know, anybody that's about to hear what I'm going to say, they're going to be like that, that I get that. And maybe they relate more to the skiing thing, but it's important for you to understand what the hell we're talking about and what that experience is like when you get thrown out Mm -hmm. into something you don't know how to do. That's big because hear me out again, you could start this at home. So let's say tonight you get all comfy in your room somewhere with a mirror, okay? You're going to need a mirror for this, and it's going to need to be a decently sized mirror. So you go somewhere and you grab your notebook and your pen and your mirror, and you're going to sit down and you're going to look in that mirror, and you are going to figure out something that you want out of life, something you want. 
not something you think is possible, not something that is plausible. I don't give a shit. Break the glass ceiling, bust through it, quit with the limiting beliefs, and remember that all things are fucking possible, my friend. You can do it. You are capable and everything's figure outable, which I learned recently. I mean, not too recently. I learned after I posted a video that that was Marie Forleo that said that. Really? Yeah. Um, and then I then she popped up in my life for the art of living. Uh, mm-hmm. program like she just keeps popping up in my and, life and yeah i'm have a workshop with her night, yeah, yeah. Huh. so very cool that love that cool. um but anyways everything's figure outable guys so i need you to look at that mirror and i need you to say what you want now you're doing this with a lot of intention i need you to be detailed about what you want i need you to be stoked about it and that pen and paper is beside you because as you're doing that you're gonna have certain feelings thoughts memories that are going to pop up. I guarantee it. You're going to be saying that stuff, looking into your own eyes in the mirror, and you are going to have thoughts, feelings, memories pop up. Like, no, that's not possible. You can't do that. You're you're not capable of that. That's dumb. Um, That'll never happen. What if this happens, though? What if There's that so happens? Many There's so many. You're going to have these. Yeah. So notice them. Notice them because as you notice them, you are writing them down. You are taking note of them. You are zooming out in this moment. You're sitting there in the mirror saying what you want. And then I need you to zoom the fuck out. And as these things pop up, don't attach to them. Observe them. Look at them. Be there to write them down and be inquisitive. Be a curious little shit. Be like, well, that's interesting that I feel that way when I say that out loud. That's so interesting that when I say that I want this out of my life, this is the memory that pops up. And you're going to start to notice that there are some coincidences. I wouldn't call them coincidences, but there's going to be some very interesting intersections. And that is when you start the next step of the process. The first step is acknowledgement. In order to acknowledge what's happening, you have to have the opportunity for things to boil to the surface, right? And instead of waiting to go out in the world and have a triggering moment or to feel uncomfortable or to hit a wall and then have your opportunity, why not create one in a safe space at home, right? Surfing, you can do it the easy way or the hard way. Doing it this way allows you to do it in a way that feels good and exciting and you feel really, really I'm going to say pleased with the results because it didn't feel difficult and you were focused on what you really wanted. That's how this starts. Okay. So you're going to naturally move into the inquisitive part. You're going to start to question. That's step two. Start to fucking question what you wrote down. What thoughts are there? What feelings? Go through them all. Identify them. Why do you feel that way? Why do you think that you feel that way? Maybe you don't know exactly. Um, How did that memory stick so hard in that moment do you know do you know how do you know why do you do you understand the correlation if not do you want to do you want to go deeper ask why ask why as many times as possible until you get to an answer that is the core okay when you're on step two this isn't like shallow two questions like shallow deep. You're not doing that. You're going to go deep with yourself. The deeper that you go into the second step of this, the more about yourself you're going to learn, the more you're going to heal, the more you're going to feel refreshed and revitalized after this because you're speaking all this stuff out and getting it out of you. And here's the thing, you guys, 
During the acknowledge process, a lot of people get stuck there because they think that if they say what scares them out loud, if they say what's blocking them out loud, if they say this shit out loud, it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to come true. The monster in the closet's going to come out, but it's the exact fucking opposite. When you say this stuff out loud, when you write it down, when you acknowledge it, you take your power back. You take your fucking power back, right? So when you start the acknowledgement and then, or I'm sorry, when you start the questioning process and you have taken that power back and you start to get inquisitive, you become so fucking refreshed during this process because you're like, wow, I didn't know that about myself. I was unfucking aware that that's how I felt or that that memory always came up when I had this trigger me. You're going to learn so much. It's it. Don't you feel like it's so refreshing? It really is. Like you said, you feel like you're taking your power back because you realize mm-hmm. you're observing your thoughts. You're seeing, you're not attaching yourself to them, but you have the power. Like you truly do. It, it's very, very refreshing. It's really nice. It's, it's, it's painful to look at that stuff, but it's so relieving to be able to know that I have full control over these. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So third step, replace with action. Okay. It is going to need action. For a really long time, I was, you know, talking to clients about this when I would work with them, especially one-on-one. And the action piece, I didn't put as much emphasis on. I thought that it was just understood because we did mention it, right? We, we would talk about it, but I've added action as a big piece to this. So acknowledge question, replace with an action. So what does that mean? That means that after you pull all of these things from subconscious into conscious mind, you write them down, you say them out loud in front of a mirror, you look into your own eyes, you have these moments of clarity, these moments of light bulbs, these moments of healings. Holy shit, I know myself. I feel so much fucking better. This is incredible. Why did I wait so long? Then you ask yourself, well, let's go back to the beginning. What caused this? What created this ball rolling downhill? Well, it was saying what you wanted. And then identifying anything that limited you in your mind or in your in your body, anything that blocked you. So let's go back to what you wanted. Let's replace how you're feeling. So if you, when you're at this step, if you're like, I feel scared. I mean, I feel it, but I don't believe that I feel it. You know what I mean? When you feel that feeling in your body, but you've worked really hard on your mindset. So you're pulling away so you can heal your nervous system. Maybe it's a situation like that. And maybe you're like, I would prefer that I feel excited right now because I know that fear and excitement are fucking just bros. They hang out, right? Like, again, if you're standing at the edge of a cliff and your legs are shaking, but you know, it's totally safe because a bunch of your friends jump off the cliff and there's like a, a fucking lifeguard and everything. And they're like, you're safe. Just jump. It's fine. Your legs are shaking because you're scared or because you're excited. You get to choose. You get to fucking choose, right? So In this moment, asking yourself, how do I want to feel? What do I want to think? What do I want to focus on? How do I want to be living my life? What actions do I want to take? What behaviors? What words? Replace it. No more, I'm stuck in this. No more, I can't move through it. Tell yourself out loud in a mirror, what the fuck do you want? What do you want? Where do you want to go? How do you want to be? And then start doing that. And with that replace with action, that could mean maybe you replace some choices that day. And start with that day. 
Don't start with the whole week. Don't start with the whole month. Start day by day. What are you going to, maybe you're going to replace some choices. Maybe in order to get what you want out of life, one choice that you can identify that would start getting you closer is if you started waking up and going for a walk every morning outside, getting the sun on your fucking face and just, you know, starting your day doing something that's not laying in bed on your phone. I'm speaking from experience, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So maybe that's the choice that you make. And you take that action that day. And let's say it's already past the morning. Who cares? Go do it right now while you're thinking of it, then do it right now. Do it before dinner. Do it after, well, probably after dinner, but do make that choice. Maybe the replacement that day with action is that you are going to replace words. Maybe you were very, very used to the same addiction that I believe most of us have, which is speaking about and giving energy to things that you don't want. Like, let's say somebody was like, oh, you're looking for a house. What do you want? What, like, what, what kind of house do you want? And your answer is, well, I don't want a pink wall and I don't want a two-car garage. They'd be like, then why the fuck are you telling me? <laughs> like, why are you not focusing on what you do want? It's an addiction that so many of us have. We're so used to focusing on what we don't want. So let's say you recognize that about yourself. And that replace action that day is that every single time you start to speak out loud about something you don't want, whether something in the future you don't want to happen, you catch yourself and you're like, whoa, 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 what I think becomes things, what I focus on expands, my words are powerful. So I'm going to stop talking about what I don't want. And I'm going to spend those extra four seconds to figure out how what I really fucking want. Because the only way for God's source universe divine to actually help me get that and help me feel like it's even possible in this moment is if I start actually saying what I want instead of focusing on what I don't want right? So the replace with action is going to require that you take that zoomed out perspective that you've been sitting in in order to do this process and be really fucking honest with yourself about what you have control of in your life and what small steps you can start taking. So it requires a lot of accountability. Absolutely. And an action to take throughout this process, not just after the, you know, not just while you're replacing it, the important action is to write this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Every step along the way, all the things, like she said, all the things you are uh, questioning, your your thoughts, your feelings, your memories that are popping up, and the ways you want to replace them. Give yourself some inspiration. It becomes real when you see it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, as you're listening to us, you're like, yep, yep, no, I, I know that. I, I can understand that or that makes sense. And then in three days, you're like, What was that one thing they said? If you would have written it down, you'd have it right in front of you. So this is a really important part of the process to actually stepping fully into this and making it work the best way it can for you because you can see it. It's there. You know that that's how you were feeling at that time when you asked yourself that question, Mm -hmm. when you were recognizing certain aspects of yourself, when you were recognizing how you were thinking, what you were thinking, why you were thinking that way, you can see it. It's all right there in front of you. You don't have to question it anymore. And you also have the solution, the action that you're going to take to remedy the situation that you're in. Absolutely. And these are these are going to be difficult at times because you guys, the, the feelings, those can sometimes be guilt or shame. It's not always just fear. Maybe it's unworthiness. Maybe it's failure. Maybe it is bitterness or hatred, resentment. The feelings that are going to pop up when you're in the rewire process are not going to 
feel good. Now I need you to hear me because your emotions are not bad nor good. Your emotions are energy in motion for your body. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you don't believe it or whatever, um, I'm going to ask you real quick. What's it feel like in your body when you're happy? Like really happy. What's it feel like in your body when you're really happy? Oh man. I'm like, I would, you know me, I'm You're making bouncy. hand gestures I, yeah. right now. I wish you guys could see him. I'm bouncy, man. I'm like, I just like, oh man, when I'm wound up and happy, it's everybody knows. Yeah. The dogs, like know. Body, and the dogs that want to feel like in my body. Like, like I got a fire in my heart. Ooh, oh. yeah. I like that. <laughs> what about when you feel, what about when you feel grateful? What does that feel like? In your body. Grateful is like a light. When you're grateful for something, I feel like someone has relieved you. Something, the universe has relieved you of something stressful, you know, or when you get a gift, you're grateful. It's this light, airy, just pure, peaceful feeling. That's so, that's not at all what mine feels like. I mean, kind of. I feel like. I start, it feels like my body, my heart is expanding. Like I can feel the, this really vibrant, uh, really like intense joy yeah. in my heart. And it's like pushing up. It's like expanding the the size of my heart. Like it just feels expansive. Like, I feel like my body is getting bigger, but it's not, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I am so happy. Like, yeah. I'm just like, it, I don't know. That's the light, airy feeling is that I was it? talking about. Yeah. Because yeah, as you were saying that, I'm getting all like amped up. And just feeling something. I'm like, yes, like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, That light, airy feeling. It does. It fills you up. Yeah. So I can see where that like expansion yeah. feeling comes from. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. So I want you guys to ask yourself the same question. What does it feel like when you are happy? Because that's an energy inside of your body moving. And let me ask you this. Oh, we're going to take it there because why would we not? I need to get comfortable. Um, What's it feel like in your body when you have an orgasm? What's that feel like? Does it feel like Travis's eyebrows just went all the way to his forehead? He's like, this is, this is the podcast. I signed up for it. So I guess I'm kind of in now. Like when you have an orgasm. Does it feel like a big, incredible release while honey rolls over your body and like, just like this ooey gooey goodness? I don't know what kind of orgasms you're having, but I want to have one of those. (laughs) That's exactly what it feels like. That's pretty bomb. Damn, I'm jealous. I, what's yours feel like? Oh, lots of of tingles and then, uh, yeah. Well, that's energy in motion. Yeah. That's the Use thing. that. Yeah. Use that. I mean, yeah. you're, you could talk about your... Uh, we're not going to go into all okay. that today. All right. But when it comes to energy in motion in feel your it. body, you can feel it. And I need you to understand what we're talking about. You can feel emotions in your body if you give yourself a chance. If you get off your fucking phone and you stop looking at screens and you stop distracting yourself or numbing yourself. Trust me, we've done it for years. We catch each other doing it still. I'll look over at him or he'll look over at me and it will be like, do you want to put your fucking phone down and be present? 
right now. And like, we can say that to each other now in that way, because we just look at each other and laugh or like raise our eyebrow and we don't get upset. So do know, I probably wouldn't start there with your partner be like, can you get off your fucking phone? Trust me, it's taken a lot of communication to be able to say it so nonchalant, but you're going to be able to feel your emotions so much more in your body or just feel overall if you stop fucking distracting yourself and numbing yourself. You get to choose how you feel about the emotion. Like Heather said, it's it's energy. Emotions are sorry. Wow. I just had a big <laughs> brain fart. Did you see that? I did see it. Control, Control alt, delete. delete. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Emotions are just energy in motion. They are completely neutral. You don't, anger doesn't happen to you. You choose to be angry about a certain situation. Happiness doesn't happen to you. You get to choose how you're feeling about all of these emotions. So as they come up, feel them, write it down. Like Heather just said, how does it feel inside your body? How does, how does anger, how does uh, what was you used one? What did you use? It was like a sass yeah, earlier. I don't know. Um, I was like, oh, that's a good word. That's a good feeling word. Um, but like, what does what does gratefulness feel like? What does peace feel like? And but then you have to know how the other emotions and negative emotions feel as well, because then once that feeling comes and you can recognize that and know, oh, I know what that is. I don't want that bullshit. I choose to not accept that right now. I can choose to alchemize that, turn it into something better for yourself. To navigate it. And I need you to know two things. So what I was saying was your emotions, the reason I'm asking you to identify how they feel in your body and to really think about this is because there is no good or bad emotions. Emotions, like Travis said, are neutral. So I'm even going to challenge you to stop saying negative and positive. That's a challenge I'm going to give you. Okay. I'm going to give it to myself as well, but I guess I did just say that they're neutral and then Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, this this is why human words sometimes it's difficult with this yeah, type of stuff. But of your emotions are not good or bad. They are not positive or negative. They definitely have more of a positive uh energy to them and negative energy, but we've taken it to a place where people can tend to, and I say that because I've worked with clients that do this. I've done this. I've experienced this in my life multiple times. When you use good or bad, positive, negative often in these ways, and you literally categorize, you know, hatred, resentment, bitterness, anxiety, despair, disgust, shame, blame, all these things. When you categorize those as bad, what are you going to categorize yourself as when you're feeling those emotions? Bitterness was the one that I was Bitterness was the one? That's a good one. Because here's the thing. When I was a little girl, maybe you share this. When I was a little girl, if I wasn't in a happy-go-lucky good mood, I was literally told to go to my room until I could be in a better mood. So since that happened with a lot of whoop, ass whoopings and all the other stuff, and I'm not saying anything bad about it, you guys, just chill. I'm just explaining to you. I, I get so many messages. It's okay to whoop your kids. Okay. Or don't do you, I guess. But when you go through multiple experiences like that, you create a belief system and a belief system was created within me that no one wants to be around me unless I am happy. So I learned how to mask when I am not doing well, I can like a switch, turn it on. Right. And I also learned how to switch my emotions off. So when I feel 
anger. Like Travis was just saying, he's not telling you to shut this off and push these away and avoid these emotions because they're negative. No, you're going to get where I was and still sometimes am where I am so good at switching it off, switching off my emotions because I had to, I had for multiple reasons, not just the one I gave an example to there's, it was a rough childhood. Okay. So don't do that. Do not go back into those old habits of categorizing your emotions as good or bad. And therefore categorizing yourself as good or bad when you're feeling your emotions, because it's very fucking important to feel your emotions, feel them, honor them, respect them. But remember, they are not facts. They're not facts. So as you're feeling these emotions, that's why you have the power to choose, because once you feel it, you can be very, again, inquisitive. And you'd be like, that's fucking weird. That's interesting. I feel I'll use the word you were talking about. I feel bitterness right now. Oh, I'm getting ready to use it. Are you? Yeah, I'm ready. So just be aware of those moments, because then when you zoom out and you're like, oh, that's an interesting thing. I'm feeling that right now. Instead of categorizing yourself as bad, good or in between, you can instead just stay curious and observe and then start to be inquisitive. Question it. Why do I feel this way? Where do I think this started? How do I really want to feel? So I'm going to pass it over to you because you look like you're biting at the bit and I want to know what you have to say. Oh, no, I was just um, going to use another experience. Uh, it was actually from today. And um, it was something I didn't see coming. Uh, wasn't really thinking about rewire or about this process of feeling your feelings or anything. I was just sitting back and listening. And I, I, I had started doing the inner child work uh, just previous to that moment. And then I was told, what is, what does he think about that? Mm. Open, open your eyes and read. And what does he think? And it wasn't my emotion. So it's a, why I'm saying this, it was such a cool experience for me as the 32 year old, uh, human to be in this inner child work and it was a visualization. It just was to be clear yes. With, it with was a yeah. About. It was a vis- visualization. If I can say that. <laughs> um, and I was visualizing, you know, doing inner child work, working with the the little Travis, and then I was told to open my eyes and read that as I was in these feelings, and it was a positive message. But where I was at mentally as little Travis. He read that because it was happy and he was in a shitty mood. He was so bitter that he was seeing happy words, positive messages on the screen. I literally had to zoom out. So I saw that from three different angles. Isn't that so cool? It was really, really awesome um, to be able to observe me observing little Travis and to feel what little Travis felt as I'm doing this work. Yeah. It was just really cool. And you, you said bitterness. And I was like, that's what it was. It was bitterness. I was so bitter to read those words, even though personally I had nothing to be bitter about in that moment in time. I didn't feel bitter for a split second before that, yeah. but that's how fast that stuff can come on. And it was a really, really cool experience to be able completely zoom out and see that from three different angles and experience three different emotions 
and um, understand them yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of reference. So Travis is talking about um, inner child work that him and I did together. Actually, I guided him through. Some I didn't inner- know if you wanted me to say. Yeah, no, that's fine. That way they understand. They're probably like, what? What is he reading? What's going on? Um, so Travis was reading the screen. I had some words up on the screen. It was actually an, uh, uh, an affirmation, um, a pretty long affirmation. And we were doing some inner child work. And I helped him get into a visualization. It just took a couple seconds. I honestly am really good at that. I'm just getting better and better. It's, yeah, it's, you are. So, it's so, so incredible how fast. Like you went into that fast, fast while we were doing it. But, I've taken a lot of time to be able to do yeah, that. You hard too, yeah, you worked hard on that. Like that's become a habit, like a big routine in your life of like, getting night, into those. Every yeah. Night. Anywho, um, so I was working with him with some inner child stuff and I was guiding him through it. And um, those that affirmation on the screen, when he opened his eyes, I asked him to read that affirmation and the energy of a, a specific version of him, a younger version of him. I, I did some work with him to help him get to that energy, to help him identify it. And he was really living in it then. like, So imagine like to help you get there right now, I'm just going to ask you to close your eyes down. And I want you to just like inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, simple, easy, just be there for a second. And I want you to visualize or feel back to a moment in your life where you just didn't feel in control of your life. You just didn't feel good about everything that was going on, right? And I want you to just feel into that. Just remember that version of yourself. Don't shame, don't blame, no guilt, no judgment. That's not what we're here for. Just be in that energy. And then when you open your eyes, I'm going to ask you to open your eyes and say out loud, I am powerful and in control of my life. Do that right now. Now, if you're crying, you're welcome. (laughs) I hope that that helped. But that's what, I mean, Travis, what he and I were working through, it was much deeper than that. But you can see how powerful that can be. It's inner child work. The work that I do with with my clients, it's incredible. I'm so excited for the group of men that you're going to be working with when it comes to inner child work. I am very excited as well. What's going to be, like, are you going to walk them through those visualizations for inner child work? Honestly, I think that's the only way. I mean, that's the best way for me. Yeah. To do that kind of work is through visualization. Mm -hmm. So it, and just because it works for me, it may not work for everyone else. Yeah. That's what works for me. That's what I'll be using. Like I always say, my truth isn't the truth. If my stuff doesn't work for you, you can, there's so many people out there that do it so many different ways. There's different breath work, different visualizations. And you should go find all of them. Absolutely. You should not ever work with one person. This is the way. Yeah, no. no. If somebody, if you ever, ever work with anybody and they tell you this is the only way you can do it, and my way, f- run, run, skedaddle the fuck out of run there. Run for the hills. Run for the hills. Don't okay. stay. <laughs> that was, that was a fun little voice. So, overall, you guys, inner child work um, is something that is going to be very beneficial if you've never done that, especially inner child work is a lot easier. I find, at least for me personally, if I'm working with someone, I find it very difficult to create the visualization while I'm doing the visualization. Um, that is one reason I like to record myself walking myself through guided <laughs> visualizations. Um, so there's definitely that option if you ever want to do inner child work, but do remember that Travis and I have quite a lot of different ways that you can work with us. Um, 
But actually, let's just take a break right now. And I'm going to talk to you guys about it. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned, you guys. Don't walk away because we're going to talk about what we have to offer because maybe this is what you've been looking for. Um, Do you like bite-sized, super impactful, super fun, exciting workshops and programs and trainings that when you leave them, you feel like a brand new fucking person and you're ready to take on the world and you're ready to start enjoying your life? I do. I like, I like those. I like these. <laughs> uh, that's what we have. I'm going to I'm gonna pass it over to you, Trev. What do you have going on? Because you are creating something brand new within your business to help everybody really with those bite-sized topics. Yeah. Right now, I, in Warrior Garden, uh, I am creating Warrior Workshops. Uh, the first one is actually about Rewire. Imagine that. Hmm, weird. Funny. Weird. Um, there's so much that I'm going to talk about in Rewire, the basic steps, and but I want to pull in some of the big moments, some of the big experiences that we can have in life and kind of talk you through how to get through some of these big experiences that we have, whether you're rewiring your mind to overcome addiction or you're rewiring your mindset to become more motivated and more... Um, Man, where you can count on yourself. What's that? Dedication. That's what I kind of want. I think. Yeah, that works. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Anyways, um, I'm creating warrior workshops, and this probably won't be the only one on Rewire because there is so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. But the first one coming out is going to be about Rewire. It's going to be a two, I want to say one, but I just say two now because it's going to end up being two, two hour uh, group call that I'm going to be walking a group of men through this, the beginnings, touching on this rewire process, giving them something to really take away. Um, and I'm going to have different levels to it. There's going to be the entry level, which you are going to get to join live. You're going to be able to go through the process. You'll have the in-session homework. Uh, and then if you step up and you want to do the VIP, that will get you the recorded session. So you are able to keep that, come back to that in the future and be able to use those little tidbits. Like I said, this is what we're trying to do for you is give you the shortcut, give you the easy ways to really peel back those layers and take a look at everything, that VIP will allow you to step back into that um, live workshop. You always have it recorded. You have it downloaded on your computer. You can look at it anytime you want or anytime you need. Um, So that's what I have coming right out the gate that's going to be coming up very soon. When are they going to keep your eyes out? When are they going to be able to sign up for that? I'm hoping the uh, admissions will be open at the very beginning of next week. Okay. So put it on your calendar, you guys. So this up right now, it's uh, July 11th. What would that be then? I do not have a calendar in front of me. Well, it's July 11th, next Monday. I'm going to need you guys to dive into all of Travis's different pieces of the internet. So whether it is his TikTok, his Instagram, go send him a DM, go send him an email at warriorgarden.coaching at gmail.com and get yourself signed up. Um, Also, this is, I think this is going to air today. Also, I I think I'm going (laughs) to, yeah, I think, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to post this up today. This is a, I think it's a really good timing. And I think that the topic's right on point right now. Um, So this is going to air today, the same day that we're recording it. So if this has, if you hear this and it's not quite next Monday yet, you should find the date. Do you have, you don't have your phone. Um, So if you, if it's not quite that date yet, which I'm looking right now is the 17th, uh, duh, it's six days. 
solid math. Um, So if you're looking for next Monday and you want to sign up and it's not quite the 17th of July yet, then send Travis an email and be like, hey, I really want to sign up for this. I know enrollment's not open yet, but how do I get this thing started? Um, that happens all the time. Anybody who is a coach or a mentor, a teacher of any sort, that we're very used to that. And I personally love when people do that because I love when people know what they want. I know when they send, or I love when they send me a message and they're like, this is what I want. I want to sign up. I want to do this for myself. Let's fucking go. I love that energy. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So like she said, guys, give me a... Contact me via email or follow me on social media. DM me whenever you want. WarriorGarden.coaching for uh, TikTok and Instagram and WarriorGarden.coaching at gmail.com for email. Got some. I'm really, really excited to get these things coming down the pipe. Absolutely. Um, And when it comes to my end with Heather Powell coaching, um, if you are a woman who wants to dive into this work, I, for the most part, do work with women when it comes to these, this rewire program that I'll be um, putting out very soon, actually, it will not be for women only. I just want to make sure that you guys know that because a lot of the work that I do is helping women reconnect with their body, with their breasts, with their vagina, with their pussy, with all of it. And that's really difficult if I don't know what it's like to be in your body um, or at least have an idea. So because of that and to stay in integrity, I usually do not work outside of just with women. But with the rewire process, I can work with everybody. So everybody come. I'm very excited for this. Um, so. What we're going to be um, doing when it comes to this uh, program, it's going to be a powerhouse program again. So you guys probably have already seen the Money Heal, Expand, and Rebuild powerhouse program. And it is a four-week program, just like that one was. These four-week programs allow you to dive into a topic that feels really good at that time in your life. So maybe you aren't ready for 21 weeks of an absolute life transformation, but maybe you're ready to transform your relationship with money. A lot of people already have that are in this four-week program. We actually have uh, week two starting next week. Uh, or this week, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh, yeah, it's coming Gosh, up. Dates and times, guys. We're just not nailing it today. But when it comes to these people that are already in the program, these amazing, I think it is all women right now, these amazing women are transforming their relationship with money in four weeks. And that is what we will be doing with the rewire process. Same exact thing. It's going to start on August 9th. So put that on your calendars. It's going to be starting on August 9th, but I'm going to have this enrollment open by July 14th. So by July 14th, you will be able to sign up for this rewire four-week powerhouse program. Every single week, we will be covering a different aspect. We will be doing in-session exercises. We will be doing visualizations, meditations, breath work. We will be teaching you multidimensional, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, energetic, all of it. I do not teach from one angle because you are not just a a single piece to the puzzle, my friend. You are not just a mind. You are not just emotions. You are not just thoughts. You are not just anything. You are a multidimensional human being. There's a lot to you. So in order to help you truly get to where you want to be, we have to dive into all of that. So with the (laughs) rewind, another cough. 
who cares at this point? Uh, I hope you, I know, actually, I was going to say, I hope you guys don't, but if anybody's listening to this, this podcast, they are not the type of person that's going to be like, I would would certainly hope not. No. Um, so when we dive into this, like I said, we're going to go through, um, a lot and we are going to go through what we've already spoke about creating your own opportunity for healing, creating that moment where you're able to dive into what is really happening. We're also going to dive into understanding the importance of identifying your perspectives and your beliefs. You kind of touched on this because you adopted some belief systems. You want to go into that? Yeah. Um, whether they're limited beliefs, adopted beliefs, or crafted beliefs, it's a huge part of the rewire process is taking a look at what's yours, what was, you know, adopted, what what did you craft for yourself, and what you still want. Like this goes back to the choice. You have the power of choice. So when you are looking at things, I had to take a look at my adopted beliefs because I actually, no one was with me, but I physically, I guess I didn't physically do it. It was all in my head, but it was such a big moment. It felt like it was physical. Um, I made, I passed judgment um, when I shouldn't have on something that wasn't even my personal belief. I had adopted this belief from childhood. And I'll just say I was um, driving my truck and I saw a guy coming in the oncoming traffic lane on a motorcycle. And my first thought was like, it's a great day to be riding a motorcycle. And then as he got closer, I realized that he wasn't riding a Harley. And at that point in my life, I had owned Harleys my whole life. My family had owned Harleys. I was a Harley guy because that was my adopted belief. And so I passed judgment on this guy. I was like, oh, well, he's not riding a fucking Harley, so it can't be that great of a day. And immediately, and without any resistance, the universe kicked me in the teeth and said, who the fuck are you to be passing judgment on this guy? And why does it fucking matter? And Exactly. (laughs) That was the other big part. Why does it matter? And immediately, so that happened. And instantaneously, my thought was, he's just a guy having a great day. It's a great day to ride. He's a guy having a good day on his bike. And then I had all of these thoughts coming in. Like, why were you thinking that? Where did that come from? What does it matter? All these things that I had to just tear apart, like within seconds, because it, it happened so intensely. That's why I feel like it was a physical experience. Yeah, It was so intense. And to rewire my mind and to to think about what the fuck, why did I say that? Where did this come from? And to realize that it was a completely adopted belief and it wasn't mine. It wasn't even mine. And I was passing judgment on this guy with somebody else's bullshit in my head, on my insides. <laughs> on my insides. On my insides. <laughs> it was a completely adopted belief. What a and big moment of clarity. It, oh, it was one of the biggest moments of clarity I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I've never been the same since. And I wouldn't want to go back to before that because it was so huge for me from that moment on. I'll remember it for the rest of my life. And it was the first real good. I, I want to say that it was the universe telling me that I'm heading in the right direction. It was just giving me an extra push Yeah, because um, I had already started doing some inner work at that point, And this one was super super eye-opening what an aha moment what a light bulb moment and i'll never forget it 
But it was all because I had an adopted belief that I wasn't paying attention to, Mm -hmm. that I wasn't asking, is this mine? Is this good? So the universe let me know it's not yours and it's not good. (laughs) Don't do that. Real fucking quick (laughs) and all at once. Um, So it's super, super important to really, if you want to do this process, to really dig in, look at who you are. I know there's there was parts of me when I looked, there wasn't parts that I liked, but there was parts that I liked as well that I got to keep. Mm -hmm. So really so important to get in there, guys. Absolutely. And understanding that you are probably a at a point where you have a significant amount of limiting beliefs that you've been kind of harboring and maybe you don't even realize that they're there. And I am going to give you one of my personal ones and hopefully us sharing with you and being vulnerable allows you to also be vulnerable with yourself and open up. Maybe it even sparks something inside of you to go be vulnerable with someone else in your life. I fucking hope so. Do it. Um, Fucking be transparent, be vulnerable. Talk about this shit. You're never going to get anywhere keeping it stuck inside of you. How far have we gotten in life by not talking about things that bother us? Exactly. Not great. It's not great. So talk about it. Have conversations about it. Be open about it. Say the words out loud. All right. Gentlemen, if you've got no one, I'm here for you. Yes. I know it's really tough as a guy. It's so important to have somebody to talk to. And that is why I created this business in the first place. It started with a men's mental health podcast of me and my buddy just talking about how we felt about shit. Yes. About everyday shit. So I know what it's like to not have anybody or not feel like you have anyone, but I'm going to let you know if you're a gentleman right now and you're listening to this, you do have someone, you have at least one person in your corner and I want to be there for you. So please, please reach out, email, DM on, on, um, social media. Sorry to interrupt. I no, really had to say, no, I'm glad that you did. I'm so glad that you did. Uh, thank you for that because I'm sure somebody out there needed that, honestly. Absolutely. So When it comes to limiting beliefs, I had adopted a limiting belief that never fit right. And if you have experienced this, you know what I'm talking about. So I had a limiting belief that I had to grow up in this small town I grew up in. And I had to have a white picket fence. And I had to have a husband and 2.75 children. And I needed to own a John Deere tractor because we were all farmers And I had to like all these things, all these things. And I am not talking smack about that life. 99% of the people that I love have that life. Okay. I'm not talking shit, but it never fit. And the limiting belief was that I was never going to leave my hometown. I would never have more than that. It was like, that's, this is what life is. The life you were destined for. Yeah. This is all life is. And I, it never fit. It was like a square peg round hole. It never fucking fit. And I was like, this is supposed to fit. (laughs) Why does this, this is supposed to fit. Right. And I fought with myself through my childhood, through my teenage years. I tried so hard to make decisions. You want want the limiting belief to fit. You want to fit into the mold. Yeah. Force yourself into that mold. Yeah. That limiting belief had created, there was a lot of other stuff there, but the biggest piece was that, no, not you, Heather, not you. You will have the white picket fence and the 2.75 children and blah, 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 blah. And you're probably going to hate your husband because most women do. And your husband's probably going to be an alcoholic and cheat on you because most men do. And guess what? What happened? (laughs) 
a lot of a lot of the things a lot of a lot of the shit that I didn't want in my life happened and it was horrid and it was in my childhood the things that I didn't want started to happen in my teenage years a lot of the stuff that I didn't want but I thought I was supposed to do they would start happening in my life and then when I would have those experiences I was like fuck this isn't even what I wanted but it's what I feel like I'm capable of having and I, I knew the glass ceiling was there. I was identifying it, but I wasn't busting through it. And it wasn't until I was in my mid-20s and I saw my life going down a road that was not mine, that w- it wasn't my life in, in so many ways. It was, it didn't feel good. I always felt horrible and just all of these different things. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And every time I would question, guess what came up? The limiting belief. Well, this is your life. This is what life is. You just do this stuff. You just do it just like your grandparents did and just like your parents did. And I'll tell you, I found out real quick when I started to have those moments. Oh, well, now I know who the fuck I adopted this from. Now I, and I'm not no shade towards any of them, but that's where I adopted it from. I had adopted this limiting belief. And as soon as I started to dive into it, there was two specific people that I had a very clear memory of them telling me, it was two women telling me in my family, this is what life is. Those two women, one of them was my biological mother. I don't really, I don't really call her mom. So, but but my bio mom and one of them was my grandma. And both of them were like, this is what life is. This is, this is okay. I know it's hard, but this is what life is. And I took again, what they thought their life, like their glass ceiling for their life. I adopted it and made it my own as a woman. And I was like, I guess this is all that life is. I guess this is it. And as I said, it, it was never, it never fit. It never, ever fit right. It Like I never understood how not being insanely happy every day of your life was n- not something to strive for, like not something to create regardless. And I thought I was crazy for wanting a life that was full of adventure and l- belly laughs and and just courageous, big moves, exciting. Like I thought I was crazy. I thought I was banana sandwich because no one else around me wanted that or had that or spoke about it. And I was taught that as a woman, I needed to cross my legs, shave my legs and be polite and not loud. I barely shave my legs. I sit like a man. I am loud. I have a very adventurous life. None of that would have happened if I would have believed those limiting beliefs. If I would have stuck with them, if I would have taken those limiting adopted beliefs and I would have said, yeah, because I started to, like you said, I, I love that you said crafted. I started to craft new limiting beliefs, but they were all based on that limited one. I was literally making choices inside of the box, even though I knew that I didn't yeah. fit in the box. So it's really important to start taking a look at these guys. Your perspective is the lens. Sorry, I have coffee burps. Well, matcha burps. <laughs> and they are tasty. Um, it's really important to look at your perspectives because they're the light, the lens that you see life through, dude. That's how you see you. That's how you see yourself. That's how you see the world is your perspective. And if you have shitty, dirty lenses, then you're going to think everything in life is shitty and dirty and icky and ugh and not going to work. 
And you got to take a look at those perspectives and you have to take a look at your belief systems and figure out, are these even how I really feel? Is this what I really believe? Because if it's not, it's time to break free from it. Absolutely. What you believe, mm-hmm. what you, the way you want to see your life. Yes. You cannot take other people's expectations and other people's versions of you or who you should be or who they think you should be and adopt that as who you are. Be your own person. See the world your way. I love that you said you wouldn't have the life that you did now if you wouldn't have broken that mold. That's really, really awesome because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Whether you're expected to stay in your small town life and live like, which again, no, no shade. Ever we need it. Just, it wasn't for me. It just wasn't yeah. for me. Yeah, you have your own thing. If it's yours, that's fantastic. And I wouldn't say anything to deter you from that lifestyle if that's what you truly love. I wouldn't say anyone to or to deter anything. But it just wasn't for me, and I had to break free from it. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that's I've I made a video about that the other day, man. It's like you be true to yourself because you will thank yourself for it for making the hard choices and making the hard moves and making the hard perspective changes. I should tough perspective changes the 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 rewire that you needed to do. You will thank yourself for it later down the road. Absolutely. I know I have. I I've been thankful for that one epiphany moment since it happened. Mm-hmm. Almost every single day I think about it. It's changed the way I look at life. It has changed my lens. Mm-hmm. And I am so happy that it did. I don't want to put my old lenses back on. I love you 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 went hard on those lenses though. You like took those lenses off after you like looked through them and at them and you like threw them on the ground you stopped oh, those smash them to smithereens <laughs> smithereens fuck those old lenses <laughs> for sure fuck those old lenses so you guys we've talked about a lot of different things here and when it comes to the rewire process there's a lot of different ways that travis and i can help you coach trav and i have worked for years, for decades, I've been doing this work for damn near 25 years. It's not always been the rewire work, but it's like I said, Dr. Joe gave me the words to understand and and gave me a lot more confidence in my ability to verbalize what I was feeling and the processes that I was creating for myself. So this is work that Trav and I have been doing for a really long time. And we really love to help others be able to do this work and to feel supported while they do it and to have the have someone there to be like, I'm not just going to tell you, here's the tip. I'm going to walk you fucking through it so you can feel it, so you can experience it, so you can be like, holy shit, I just did the thing and it took four seconds. Like, that's what we do with you guys. So I just wanted to let you guys know that there's a lot of different ways that you can start this process. Um, You can work with us, but I want to let you know too that I do have the Raising My Self-Worth planners and journals that are available. Those are incredible. I created those for the people out there who don't want to have, they love notebooks, they love journals, they love planners, but they are tired of having one journal, one planner, and they're trying to write all of it in one area because they're on that journey of healing. I get that. So I made it because I couldn't find it. (laughs) So if you go to the top of my page on TikTok or Amazon or literally (laughs) Amazon or Instagram or literally anywhere, it's going to take you to Amazon, which is going to give you a long list of all of the Raising My Self-Worth journals and planners. And inside of those, those are prompted self-worth questions to help you dive into this. There is different journal pages for ideas and creation, for healing, for thought dumping, because I don't know about you, but I have a spicy motherfucking brain. 
brain. And sometimes I have 47 tabs open and I need to thought dump. And I figured there's more people out there like me. So I put a bunch of thought dump pages in there so you can do just that thing. So I hope that you guys are pumped about this. I hope that this put off some light bulbs for you guys. You also had some moment of clarity, moments of clarity that is throughout this entire episode. And I really hope that we work with you. My intention with this episode is that the people that we are supposed to be working with right now to help them learn how to take control back of their thoughts, take control back of their mind and really dive into this rewire process. My intention with this episode is that it finds all of them so that way they can find us and we can get this going. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, man. Calling in the people that need and want to rewire. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm excited. I was going to go into a bunch of cool stuff that Trav and I have going on personally, but honestly, this has already been like an hour and a half. So you're going to have to come back. You're going to have to come back for all the cool stuff that Trav and I have going on in our personal lives. So before we hop we'll out of a here, the Sunday episode, yeah. we'll do a mimo- Sunday mimosas episode. Yeah, mimosas and brunch. Yeah, you guys know the deal. We've made Sunday such a special day. We make homemade mimosas sometimes. Sometimes we make fancy coffee drinks. Sometimes it's always different. Um, but mimosas are usually a part of our Sunday brunch. We make brunch at home most of the time and we turn on our favorite playlist and we clean our house and open the windows and cleanse the energy and light the incense and do all the things. And it's just, honestly, it's my favorite fucking day of the week. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to record another episode on a Sunday and fill you guys in on some really cool personal stuff that we've been having. So Do you want to say anything before I end it for today? Yeah, just another quick shameless plug for myself, I guess. Um, Shameless. Shameless plug. Uh, First, thanks so much for joining us, guys. We're glad you you joined us for this episode. We hope you did find your nuggets of, you know, importance that you want to take and use from today's episode because that's what we want to do is we want to help you guys. Go follow me on TikTok and Instagram. I'm putting out a lot of great content. And like Heather said, there's so much more to come when it comes to building the Warrior Garden Coaching Empire enterprise that I plan on building. Um, planned. Uh-uh. Skirt. I am you already, in the... You do it. Yeah. Yeah. I am in the process of building the Warrior Garden Enterprise. Uh, so go check out my social media, warriorgarden.coaching. Uh, send me an email if you have any other questions. Warriorgarden.coaching at gmail.com is pretty easy. Um, but thanks again, guys. For joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time. Be excellent to each other. Absolutely. You guys know the drill. Go out there today and treat yourself very, very well. Do something nice for yourself. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and looked at your own ass and slapped it and you were like, damn, okay. Like you look good. Like when's the last time you went and you took your ass to the doll? You've never done that? Never done that. I mean, I've done some of like my chest and my biceps. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see. Do you do that thing where you flex your muscles and you kiss your... Oh, no, I don't kiss okay, my Okay, good. Don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what not to do, but don't do that maybe. Because if, if I round a corner and see you flexing and kissing your muscles. No. <laughs> I'll bounce my own. Oh, my. Who does that? Ar- Arnie? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everybody does. does. Terry Crews. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Terry Crews makes his man boobies oh, yeah. up and down. All the time. Absolutely. Anybody <laughs> that's still listening is like, that's what my goal. That's right my now? goal for my, for my back <laughs> But go out and do something for yourself, you guys. Go out and do something nice for yourself. Um, I always talk to my clients about this. Take your ass to the fucking Dollar Tree and go get a little, make yourself like a $5 spa kit. Not because, oh my gosh, I need to be on a budget. No, just spend your money wisely. Be smart with your money. Treat your money well. You don't need to spend $5,000 when you can get it for five bucks and enjoy it. 
You know what? Go light candles in your own bathroom. Go take a fucking spa day for yourself, but treat yourself well. And also today go treat someone else very, very well. Go do something nice for someone else. Go create a domino effect of random acts of kindness and allow yourself to see what type of beautiful things that creates in the world and what type of beautiful opportunities it creates in your life. So I hope you guys have a great day and we 